What's up, guys? Welcome to Demo with Mo. I'm your host, Monique Simmons. We'll be discussing dating, engaged, and married objectives from a young Christian's perspective. Are you guys ready? Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Tonight's topic is going to be a little sensitive. If you have children around, you may want to pause this episode and come back and listen to it later. In October, we have Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I wanted to make sure I discussed this topic before the month was over because this subject is near and dear to my heart. And that's because I've personally experienced domestic violence on both ends. I've been in a relationship where I experienced domestic violence and I've been in a relationship where I was the aggressor of the domestic violence. Domestic violence is a pattern of abusive behaviors used by one individual in the context of an intimate or family relationship. The CDC reports that more than one in three women, about one in three men in the U.S. experience intimate partner violence in their lifetime, and one in three teens experience dating violence. Abusive behaviors. Abusive or coercive behaviors may include but are not limited to physical assaults, verbal assaults, threats, intimidation, use of weapons, isolation, destruction of property, violence toward other significant people or pets, sexual manipulation, and control over economic resources. According to Hotline.org, children witness violence in nearly one in four intimate partner violence cases filed in state courts. 30 to 60% of intimate partner violence perpetrators also abuse children in the household. Children exposed to violence in the home were 15 times more likely to be physically and or sexually assaulted than the national average. These statistics show us that a lot of people have experienced domestic violence in their lifetime. If you were to look around your surroundings, more than one in three women, that's a lot. And what I do want to focus on tonight is this can be from both ends. Men experience domestic violence as well as women. This is not a one-sided thing. Statistics shows us that men are ashamed to come forward and say that they have been in a domestic violence relationship. When I was in high school, I started dating a guy. A guy who was great, had all the things that I thought I wanted. Everyone always asks me, how did you guys get together? You guys are such a cute couple. You know, all the things that you think you want to hear as a teenager. Everything was great for a while. And then things started to come up. It would be small things, small red flags that I wouldn't pay attention to. Raising of the voice, cutting me off. Small things that I really didn't think much of. But what happened was when the guy was dating with drink, things would escalate. I'll never forget one year, a very good friend of ours had a birthday party and I went with my girlfriend and he went with his friends and I ended up getting there a little late and I had on this real cute outfit. I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I know it was a skirt and he saw me, the building had stairs and he saw me through the window. As I was walking up, I'm just smiling in a great mood, excited to get ready to celebrate with our friends because everyone that we knew was there. And I began to walk up the stairs and people are in the line. And as I make it up halfway up the stairs, he grabs me, 
pins me up against the wall and my feet come off the ground. I'll never forget it. I felt like I was having an outer body experience. One of our friends who was having a party, his dad intervened. He asked me, was I okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. You know, still, still in shock, still couldn't believe what had happened. And I ended up, long story short, leaving that party with him. And we didn't even come together, but he had been drinking. And I already knew, you know, in my mind, I wanted to make sure he got home safe. Even though he just held me up against his wall and embarrassed me in front of all of our friends, I wanted to make sure he got home safe and that he was good. I was justifying. I was making up all type of excuses for him in my mind. And my my very close friend, she was so upset. She did not want me to leave with him. She wanted me to call my parents. And it just, I didn't listen. I was young and dumb and did not know better. So we ended up leaving the party and things just escalated from there. On another occasion, I don't remember what I said or what I did, but he ended up hitting me in my eye and it bust the blood vessel and my eye was bloodshot red. You know, I was going to work and people were asking me questions and what happened to me and my parents wanted to know and I lied. I lied to everyone and it seems so crazy now because I wouldn't expect it from my own children. But I lied. I always made excuses. I always justified and it always made it worse when because all of my friends that didn't really know loved him all of my family, because they didn't know, they loved him. And every time I would be around them or they would see us, oh, you guys are such a beautiful couple. Oh, he's such a great guy. All this, all that, all these positive things. And every time they would say these things, I would begin to hide a little more. Okay, maybe it's my fault. Maybe we shouldn't drink. You know, maybe this. And I always made excuses. I always made excuses. I never shared that with my parents. I never, I just kind of put that behind me and never talked about it again. And even to this day, it's very rare. And I'm a pretty open book, but it's very rare that I talk about that. And don't get me wrong, I've completely forgiven him. I wish him nothing but the best in his life. But what happened was I ended up getting out of that relationship. I finally left. I stopped making excuses. I finally got the courage to leave. And then I ended up getting in another relationship. And the thing that happened in this relationship was all the things that I learned from that one, the fears, the the wall that I had built and put up, the things that triggered me, I took all of that into my new relationship. And in this relationship, I began to be the aggressor. I'm going to get you before you get me. If an argument or I felt like something was going to lead to something or if it was going to go the wrong way, I would respond before you could. I now began to be the aggressor in a relationship and it went on for years and I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. But domestic violence is real. I wanted to share this because a lot of times in our society and in our culture, We only see women as victims, which a lot of women are. And my hearts go out to you. I send you so much love. But there are men who are victims as well. There are men right now who are in abusive relationships. And abuse can look a lot of different ways. It doesn't just have to be physical abuse. It can be emotional abuse. It can be verbal abuse. It can be mental abuse. 
This can look different in a lot of relationships. If this is you today, if you're the victim of domestic violence, if you are the aggressor in a relationship of domestic violence, I pray that you get out and get the help that you need. I encourage you to go to therapy. You guys know on my podcast, I'm a big advocate for therapy and counseling. I encourage you to get the help that you need. I encourage you to call it for what it is. For years, I struggled. It wasn't until I was married and healed when I began to say that I was in a domestic violence relationship. I was abused and I was an abuser. And it took me years to get the courage to say that. But I encourage you today. I employ you today. No more excuses. Call it for what it is. Shine a light on it. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your family. Reach out to those people that you know love you and only want the best for you. You're not alone. I came here today to say you are not alone. There are a lot of other men and women who have been where you are. This does not have to be the end of your story. If you have children, they are watching. They are learning from you, man or woman. Your children are learning from you. I love you. I'm praying for you. I wish you nothing but the best. Sending you so much love. So much love. If this is you today, I would love for you to email me your story. It does not have to be shared on my podcast. I would just love to hear from you, to be able to encourage you, to be able to pray for you, and just let you know that someone cares and someone is there. Email me at demo with mo, D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. I'm here and I care. If you're in a situation and you need help today, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can text START. S-T-A-R-T to 88788. Domestic Violence Awareness Month was first introduced in 1981 by the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Domestic violence has been going on for years. Begin to shine a light on yours today. Your story isn't over yet. You can begin to write a new ending. I really hope you guys are able to get the help that you need. I love you and God bless. Lord God, I lift up everyone who may be listening to this right now, those who may be affected by domestic abuse, the ones who are the victim, as well as the aggressor, the ones who may have a friend or a family member who are in a domestic violence relationship. Lord, I pray that you would give them the strength that they need to walk away and get the help that's needed. I pray you would send them people that will help them, resources that they need, Give them the courage that they need. Lord, I know that this is a hard place. A hard place to be in. It brings about so much shame. So many negative feelings. Guilt and doubt and so many things. But Lord, I lift them up to you right now. If they have children, I lift their children up to you, Lord. Protect them. Give them the strength and the courage to call it for what it is. Help them to not make excuses anymore. But to seek out help. Lord, I ask that you would send them people that would be there for them, that would love them, 
Love them the right way. Lord, we know that you don't want to see us hurt. We know that you don't want to see us abused. Lord, thank you for this platform and this opportunity. I pray that what has been said has been pleasing unto you. And it helps those that have heard it. To you be the glory forever, Lord. In your son Jesus' name, amen. you guys have enjoyed follow me on facebook at demo with mo if you have any questions you would like answered here live on my podcast email them to me at demo with mo at gmail.com that's d-e-m-o-w-i-t-h-m-o at gmail.com